The Romance of Happy Workers by Anne Boyer Always singing Sunburn, Siberia Marina Tsvetaeva The Romance of Happy Workers In the beginning, we will begin with Woody and his ideological kiss. I can't put Siberia down, but can't keep holding on to it. His lips were a proletarian meditation on May, a battle between pathogens, just those ordinary fears of newlyweds, reformist or revolutionary. Saved from drowning, I straddled Woody on the Bolshevik mattress and proposed like a furnace in August. Not able to unite in a common struggle, the marriage ended, a Trotsky and a mouse. In the land of happy workers, the poets lived to harvest ice. Hints of sparrow, rabbit, dog call mobilized the resident's sundown and the political lurch scurried under verse reports of want. One needed special bags for this and a hypergrade nocturnal habit. I'm done gliding on the lake. Dedicated to the class struggle, Woody serves a dinner of quince paste and little else. Saffron love sounds top 40 in the country of chemical bliss. Blatant as an industrialist, these lies from the factory. But how did art sound? I'd say punchy with action verbs and the remote ratcheting of craft. Offer alliteration on silver plate. Present two citrons, one flimflam soul. The sublingual secret remained grammatical but made no sense. No one stole the heresy. We never had such a thing as work. All Siberia. All the slick disappearance of what I loved. I remember Woody's hammer, par avian. He called it an experimental afternoon. Once a week his manifesto flew to my room. I'll admit nothing. All the Tsar's bassists, all the Tsar's men, Tyrolians mouthing Viennese rock songs. These days Woody propagandas me under the sheets. We are never better than the workers. There are no workers left, I'd answer, but his sickle is hard against my knee. The Deus Ex Machina puppet troupe flew into Leningrad half past noon. I waited among the Tartars bored as moons. Woody showed, stinking of pomegranate, gulag-eating gin. Grin. <laughs> I let him make a bed in my ear. His rent cost nothing, two dummy rubles and a half-spent roll of gossamer. I babushkaed around his breath one hundred mornings as if icons were workers, poems, blocks of ice. My comrades say leaving out meals will bring in the dead. I would feed him what he wanted. The cunning measures of production. Stars. Red giants slow dance. Fire to fire. Burning up everything. This marriage is a rumor we once heard. The heroes of the people hum like cicadas. The people sound like us, who never wanted to eat or sleep. A Kremlin of lips, a Cyrillic vowel, a worker's harmony. A song might leak out when silence is the acoustic remedy, but how can we escape by foot an occupation of wings? 
The year zero, I marked my calendar Dr. Zhivago. I sing of love, a roulette tournament. The morning of Woody's exile, I slept for weeks. He accused me of waxing aphoristic. Happy workers pledged themselves to the obstruction of their desire. Workers who do not own the means misprize it, find it hovers overhead instead of sleep. Ophelia barters for love, swallows silt. Here, rosemary. Here, Hamlet's kiss. Imagine at once a particle and its velocity. Imagine your comrades' tributaries. They all spill over for you. A revolutionary has no principle for uncertainty. Madame Svetaeva reads his hand, feels Kill Creek. This line here means your heart still beats. Sometimes Woody eyes me over his unhappy salad and speaks of statistical probability. We are like capitalists searching for paper clips. Who could know that Cosmos 1953 would pass under Cassiopeia in a memorable configuration? How else might one catch a sustained glint? The night was clear, my eyes maladapted. I had never seen mirror so bright. Written like parting, coupling becomes a pyrrhic victory. Note glasnost, note cosmonauts. Note the gift thrown in the fire. The Potemkin sailed on. Clichéd as a martyr, Woody eats in my lazy boy, his heart on the leatherette pedestal. We layered latitude over longitude, but never ended up anywhere. Woody, why didn't you warn me revolution would be so pale? The dining room protests like elbows. The air protests like knees. It's the music that degenerates. I hold a compass to his left ear and file papers for a waltz. But how can one fuss about our hero of the people? Nat-sized lapses? Dinner? More tea-colored eggs? Backwards. One. This mercy I found in the end. When want was a red army, we were czars. Two. This mercy I found in the tunnels. In the dark, I knew no light. Three. I am still looking for an exit without violence. Four. When we were young and could travel, how I loved the look of the word sortie. You will want like cowboys. I will want like splinters, astonished spit, also like alphabets and minnows. You will want at smallness, also squirreling across the wire. Wantings in the wilderness. What did you think? Words? You've seen it all before. That's my last duchess. All I want, I've learned from her. All I want. Sorry. I want all I've learned from her. Like Goya and church, you will fever like derangement. You will lick no less the ecstatic, and you will grow no more accustomed to this dirty purse than I to breathlessness or pavement. There is Kansas in the wilderness. There is not cloudy. All day the fingering, there your gaze. There I will saddle up the pillow, buckle, 
bobbin tongue I wanted from. Sun sets off. Nothing, too, is a subject. Dusk regulating the blankery. Fill in the nightish sky with ardent. Fill in the metaphorical smell. The horizon leaves the same impression as runway, jet but air. I wake to a grain bin. The end is near. Jimson and ditchweed, hog and trough. The first beer can is making high hopes out of everything. No wheat is safe from chaff of this, hull wrecked in Hugoton, thinking of sod. <clears throat> Biplane. Raise high the roof beams. Medusa hauled out her muslings and stole a femur or some great leg or other. None the latter. She is a barn raised from contagion. Then from the sky there storms the stormer, plum-scared and Perseus. Watch that horizon, for all heads fall there, all ruins, all breaks. In a plain democracy, blue skies are axes, axes are soap. Perseus is a stuttering tendency, Medusa is a sod ear, and the corral shudders with ponies, winged things. Larks. Fourteen stanzas through the brush, please mention I dig this slumping anti-sentence. Punctuation a meter, yards up. Tight and unapologetic promoters of the agenda, my ratty-down people, tell me again how you grooved across my brother's face. My concern is that you may flee rumbling en masse, burning ship songs, the landing party on fire, stumbling drunk, tongues flapping like surrender, hair in Albion curls. Brave little sots, dandy in your bones, they fold like architecture. Do not hope for a minute I would not turret, moat, and night for you. I would harvester and John Deere and pioneer for you. I would, if a creek, tadpole all the names I cunning for you, preordain, prehensile, prepay, prescient, predate, I cunning for you, mistake, misery, misalign. My people, larks, I would catfish, I would base bass boat, I would cast a fly. I would bass boat, I would cast a fly. Home on the range. At the farm I slept on your heart, that red organ throbbed. Then the crop dusters dropped ticker tape, the irrigation pipes waved. Mix a drink of stock lot, vermouth in the water table, and the bar will smell of IBP, and you will lick my Laura Ingalls. Let's pretend our heartlands green repair no John Deere plain, just a pastoral moo. Hereford. Then thirteen feet under the horny finger of a blue stem root will water witch. All dazzling and fortitude. Provincial. Swearing from the silos, swearing from the inkjet, 
every starless city is every fat lip swearing from the gurney swearing from the safeway every paramedic is every cool kid swearing from the turin sheets swearing from the folios every word a funeral is and the vowels fall low with consonants a reader for those who do not live in cities with all lines stolen from Carl Sandburg and Bertolt Brecht. One, as nobody knew exactly what you wanted, let the crows go by hawking their caw and caw. There may be some little thing not quite to your taste. Look at songs hidden in eggs. Two, we know you. It's no use your trying. Oh, farmer man, Cram their insides till they waddle on short legs. Kill your hogs with a knife slit under the ear. What, still jabbering? Hack them with cleavers. Hack them with hooks in the hind legs. Sorry, hang them with hooks in the hind legs. Bring in what's left of him. We'll hold on to that. Three. You were given a plate only. Four. The walls are distempered after them. Whoever leaves you only crimson poppies to talk with, they eat other bread. Flinging follies of oh be joyful with the same size. I am a hoodlum, you are a hoodlum. We and all of us are a world of hoodlums. Hanging from the same windows, maybe so. Five. The woman I slept seven years with greets me politely on the landing, smiling. Let us be honest, the lady was not a harlot until she married a corporation lawyer. 6. The hieroglyphs of the rat footprints chatter the pedigrees of the rats. It is practically an insult. 7. It's important that you should hear me quite distinctly. When you come back, we may sit by five hollyhocks. I have something to tell you which you will find of interest. It is an idle and doctrinaire exploit. You are a flathead. If we were such and so, the same as these, your respected mother has been saying so all along, tumbling half over at the horse heads of the sun. It's really exhausting. Go on tumbling half over in the water mirrors. This record needs to be played more than once. Eight. Brancusi is a galoot. He understands birds and skulls so well. He laughed and thought I did not mean it. Is it only a dog's jaw or a horse's skull? That shook him. Nine. I knew a hotel girl in Des Moines. As if it were part of the arrangement. The lightning bugs go a crisscross carrying a zigzag of fire. But try keeping snow in a saucepan. 10. When I've been chatting with him, such a beautiful pail of fish, he's speaking to me. Anyhow, it comes back in language, just like that. Cloven by Cloven. I have dined on the deviled, the pickled, the rude. Bacon, bologna, barbecue, maws, neck bones, ears, feet, knees. I sing the canned and the candied. Hope pharaohs plate after plate, 
origami napkins, haiku tapas, all cast pearls. The mediocre hope to sanctify the vulgar with prayer. Psalms storm from fork to fork. A steely pig won't be prayed for jowl by jowl. A healthy pig will die of itself. Words won't Lazarus, a sow rooting pokeweed. This self bristled pink, compelled. Ode O. One. Pocket Kate's strokes our innards, inners. Men sit and hear each other groan. Fiddle the crease where the page folds and unfolds. Fidget an O. Is love the haunt of flies? Doe, rising in the sultry, falling. Flower scatters in monoprint. Two. Ita I. I hate backwards. Domestic. Damn it. The word rings a bell scratched libertine. A cross-stitched apron. Code for the self-unsolved. The late bird claims she isn't contextual. The universal soul sops until dawn, a wing bathing its feathers in night train. Three. Blame it on Fanny. She's been hot for verse, forcing her lips, letting the great finger her fishnets. Per verse he poured on her. Take my airs, my overwrought breath, these lungs consumptive with loathe. Oh, 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 the libertine bell. Four. Darkling, who listens? Teeth, mewings, curlicues smashed against pulp. Who presses romanticism on vellum? Who owes the o's? Each edition wearies in its vowels and grows fainter still. Typewriter, linotype, exact, breath against the firmament. Five. Nibs, nubs, India ink. Who sings of viewless wings opened? Who manhandles the daytime with sloppy quills? Woodcuts, etchings, candle wicks, daisy chains, embroidery needles darting in a hoop of moon. Moon. Hoop. Who? Six. Oh, who? Oh, poesy flowing over the cups of mond. Let's admit it. Habit has made us leviathan. Money, time, bawling, muses finagle chores. Favors come hither with eagle thighs. We open again for feathers. Seven. A blackbird's foot fouls up the snow. Coo in unison, the refrain, Eta I, eta I, eta I. Woo me a wormy I am. Worry me, my beakling. Imprint your wings against my all thread, bone glue, and papers. I'll stitch your seam. I'll bind. Eight. This need facsimiled. The brain perplexes and retards. I doodle a font of hate as long as the alphabet, embroider each towel with a fancy work of hemlock. Xerox. 
Sampler, simpler, plain little pain. Brayer hums and prays, drink from this, the draft. Nine, of fancy, the alien mimeograph, to think is to be. To think is to be full of sorrow, he lets loose in the after sweat. Keatsley, my indolent, my sod pet. Stanza catfights with strophe. These are the odes of this week. Monday loathes, Tuesday hates, Wednesday hits, the rest of the week the same old. 10. O of ornery, ink jetting all over the page. Odious, the thought impressed. Yeast spins itself crazy in our spitting and frothing. Words are not dough. I hate everyone who hasn't felt gingham bondage. My Lilliputian, the great, his throbbing homunculus, the bird without alphabets, frisking her toes. Ode I. Corrections in the 10th printing of the 29th edition. Strike I, a vowel with a posthumous existence. Strike existence. If I turned into a feather, I would give wings. Erase feather, replace with thorn, Give me the old poets and Robin Hood Rugosas hooking the jersey of the burglar's clothes. I shall always imply my sleep had been embroidered. My soul had become a lawn. Insert pet lamb, dieted with praise. Strike gasp, my skirts had fallen. That faded and I still wanted wings and to scratch an itching that housewives should have their coppers scoured. I am barely I, I grew up somewhere. I stayed home and planted Robin Hoods under the south windows. They died before they snagged the thief who stole the eye. I died before I snagged the thief who stole the roses. I eyes in the caucus of the soul. Roberts insists on decorum. Strike decorum. The W, A, or T, or knees slightly open, E. Also A, and the tempting we E. We speak in circles, the children giggling and or fussing by our feet. In referring to another member, he should, as much as possible, avoid using his name, rather referring to him as, quote, the member who spoke last, end quote. I am the member who spooked last. I am not afraid to admit that I stutter, I, 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 I. Remove I, a common tawdry, who isn't oversaid, who isn't a stud and lisping tongue or a twenty-pound barbell. My closet holds a polyester corset, a velvet sans buttons, a paper sack of overgrown clothes. I can't be I. White out everything. Disorderly words should be taken down by the member who objects to them and then read to the member. When the ink dries, can I fly away? I has mistaken herself for a nightingale again. Cowering under the wings of great poets rather than to a bitterness that I am not appreciated, I enunciates with gusto, and as the great poet enunciated, there is no greater folly than to enunciate gusto like a great poet. Erase great, erase poet, erase no. Erase the eye who confessed every sweat that summer. Even when we did that with only those, I 
and O. Add emphasis to I, contorting like O. Insert I's Obad in the epilogue. O de amo. No animal can be a snob. Alexandre Kojev. One. So I slip back into myself. Heyo there, old muddy. Braying. The clitoral nub of the cigarette butt held like that against two happy folds or the exultation of monkeys brawling shoulders all Linnaeus. My beast back carries on in a courtyard of sparrows with a shortage of poor Svevo who'd make fumes of bird bones and valves. When they do not fly, a plate displaying appetite. It always grows. Smoke in the company of some sterling fable, or smoke ringtails around morning, or Zeno, the implications, or I get you, amore, odalisked in the calendula every minute cigarette, last. Two. Among the kohlrabi write everything wrong. Amore amo amat. What is paradise but a red taverna and a brothel painted blue? What about hair and fingernails? If the intestines are resurrected, are they brimful of shit? Physiology of the blessed. If a thief lost a hand but repented, is it a stub or a hand come back? Say you pulled apart your sinews and gave all your flesh, sorry, gave your flesh to all comers. What will the end give you? Beauty, who can again be a child? Three, tell a controlled fiction. Alex says the sophist walks in crop circles, never puts his or her prosthesis on. He says, fuck you, be happy. I wobble so spherically, an amputee. Four, the story not so good had the reindeer showed up and withered, mule. In some afters we must steal our glittering coup de food, burning little lexicons. A traveler like Carmen, but less of an archaeologist, Don Jose could clamor thunderclaps. I'll storm no more of that. Won't no longer, no wander, no coughing, so trembling at the sentiment braying eye in eye. Even John Locke claimed the Prince of Nassau's parrot could talk sense, say, homo marinas. And Paracelsus was such a fine scientist, putting his jism in the mare, cooing, this nature, all homunculi. <laughs> a Twilight of Minor Poets. This is the cow with the crumpled horn. One, I once thought we were beautiful because we were beasts. I once found some pigs so rumpy and pink, inconsequential, sublimely compelled, dork pigs, quasi-canonically bent with grunt syllable. Two, I once thought we were beautiful because we meant nothing. Three, I once thought we were beautiful because we were slant or standing on our heels staring out windows, thinking something or other about light, or thinking on some. We were hesitant, humming, stretched out, preludic. Then return we to Don Juan. He begun to hear new words and to repeat them. Four. I once thought we were beautiful because of maraud, not, fuck, fire, 
Morning. Fake. Dismember. Decalogue. Cow. Ours. Stars. Hound. How. Five. I once thought we were beautiful because we couldn't make songs. O oh, air, pride, plume here, buckle. That white rush. Were fortune alone carnivorous? Were its scarves the only tentacles? Were it unzipped as we often are? as we are often only also fallen empires and possibility, our thighs slapped, opening at terrifying vague fingerings. Yes, Swan, yes. And were such screwings only the sure screwings of fortune, or were it only fortune after the screwing who fidgets in the afterglow and moans? Fortune's song. Of course you will see again my sparrows, you will grow a thousand guileless corneas on your fingertips. Even in the monster's beak or under the brute roofs of marriage, even in all jittering and aloneness, and also in your too muchness, you will never fall again. I will always be one of the marvels of your ocean. I will always clutch at this dogwood limb you lopped for me. And when the bleeding grows bored, you will be master of your blood. That tadpoles work against the wake, that men or gods press their souls against bone china and wash their forearms in sump, that these rub their want into vernal ponds or against the lips of a thousand women or gods, that above a staggering species these beg to mate against collapsing walls, also against the light brawling black zeros, also against dams and cities, also against the daily disemboweling, also that my friend should shudder, be empty, that his insides should upon me spill, and that among these gutless fistfights and neckings, each still sets the other's broken bones. What hearts but ours could drop if we could fulfill all promise? These that wait each night on the gangplank. These that glow for us. These that are elusive and witless as frogs. Grip. Moon-sided, iconed, ill-considered string of interludes. Song. A Russian girl with silver barrettes. Oh, silk along with everything. Oh, black of hush and will. The brunt of a sack, its asymmetry. The brunt of the morning. A little gin. People who think in lonely sentences are lonely. Beasts who think in lonely sentences are beasts. The cruel year, the thimble, the reconsidered weight, the yearn. Merc, a dark mender. To be thrown out on notice. There is so much, or a word is a wire, and all along a small fire creeps. Plus a little poem for my friends. You frogs listen. The horizon knows what it is saying here. Lob. Stand fast. 
Grief is a gondola, a compulsive label, a root canal. Not a question of a single switch at the center of things, but billions of neurons, endorphins, titans rubbing their wings. Let the monster wander. See a movie. Buy new clothes. Clichés are bad manners. Note this, Hercules. I pull back, he claws tighter. At best, it is an allegory rather than an explanation. One stranger keeps another company beneath the leafy canopy. The heroine struggles to fathom the questionable etiquette of grief. I remember how it was to see David on the tennis court. Fully explain that beauty, the lingering molecules of scent, the robotic insistence of daylight, then dark. Domestic. Not the context for respirators, not the ear for severe exposure, not the comb for adjacent areas, not the street lamp for large rubber gloves, not bag your own. The checker should lay his furrow, a tiff, a tangent, the red bananas, the sleeves made up with safety pins. Surfaces should be worn, lamps should smolder. Dahlias do bloom like tumors. The birds do rise like bombs. Context. A pink, pink splinter. Unfinished floor. Bean leaf beetle. Hapless conservanicus. Certain volatiles. Not the lie for that blue armchair. There is a bed, but it won't go through the door. Dinner for two. We take the Pyrex, eggs and creek water, crawdads and starlings, a batch of fins, wings, slump with a dinner from the fridge, marinated America. Heat on one burner, a red coil in a crowd of fire king, depression wear. If he pulls back his lips to show his incisors, a song might leak out. If he lets down the whisk, it might flatten itself into a diagram of folded eights. The flesh might breathe. The carrots go back to seed. Fallible God, the square opposite. Radish that way the moon addresses the great adulterers, the slouching, the black-seated Simpson, the pitcher, the jackrabbit, these admirers and silver that way the water addresses the floundering, the apostrophe, the white sigh, and the act. As the mosquitoes shimmered mostly a hundred luminescent in the falling day got fat on my kneecaps, crave or I am a complete wreck. On flight paths the humans talk of bats and their particular needs for houses caught in a clumsy trot. The water falls a hundred nights, falling addresses, the falling dark falls on my breasts, radishes a fall invented, the falls in this address, incandescently as mosquitoes shimmer, privately as lit as falling, as collides and slips. Elegy. Across apocalypse thought contrails. Across the dramatic monologue thought a wide, wet tongue. The calendula thought orange. The fiction thought unduchess. 
the cricketry thought from the bray and the haw of the mosquitoes stilled against the skirmish. The end thought the broccoli is left to yellow the summer. The human thought a blouse, waist, and south thought Adam thought of bass. Thought of baits? Flattery of animals and their tongues and flattery of silos and sentinels and hospitals and were. The deer mouths don't like our beloved gray slabs. Come out of your rectangle and look at me. Nine, ten up and down the elevation. Come out of your rectangle and beloved me. Snow peas, I don't like the great atmosphere sings. Catfish, I don't like that I am thinking the blue looks gone in this light. And among the angles, there is also, there also the seascape and also among silos. At the end, me thoughter on flies as tongues thinker and flatter animals, and in this tonger the sows they thinker they thoughter. One night thought on the jostling street. That night imagine the jostling in the alleyway, the singing of the feathered, or the cats jostling on the lawn, or thought my smoke over the lawn, or thought the black ant who thought on my ashes, the black ant that considered ash food. Sultanate. A tick, the back of a thorax, oneself agape at cosmological prongs. Aphids gaze at a prelude, hunger for lawn. Given the hermeneutics of pincers, one could mouth a theory of leaf cutters a feeler in the fossilized mumble. Sure a mess, but a pattern shows somewhere at a delft mill with wind wheel, somehow in green syntax after snow. Bernoulli's Principle Dork birds muck the cortical folds, drunkening that crows buck off gravity the back lawn. Not a day I don't want to eat the beating of these wings, or eat the dirt turning on itself under wings, a spiral. O oh, universe. Twittering Atlas triggered his handgun. Dark turned street lamp, on and off as light insists. The milksop whined Big Bang wasn't loaded. Before water cycle, horny nudges, explosions, seeds, science, love. The suede impassive, the good lay, words grooving in worn ruts. Any less blasted, less splendid, less divine. Pound cast for K. Salem Mohammed. You let in the song, and the song rotted your throat, and you yourselves outsonged the song. Your allies in the victimless in the victimized holdings are the strings. You stand for nothing but melody. And above metal melody, you have built a bank melody, and by that you will not be liars. Corrupting the silence, you have lost yourselves to yourselves. And the big song has rotted every ear it has wormed into. An earstone, 
Well, an exceptionally good swimmer might conceivably be cast into the sea with a song tied round her neck. She might perhaps unsing it. If she were a lark, she would remember her jackfeather before being thrown overboard. You seem to remember nothing. It was better you were infected with landscapes. As to the sea, there is no question of lyric in an ocean's proposition. It is as proposed a fleet of singers under songry, as offered by planets and depressive ships and starling clouds of pirates and thieves. Shakespeare and Bach are a velvet jacket. Architecture is a velvet jacket. Sculpture is all velvet jacket. Mr. Browning wanted a bright new velvet jacket, and art is, after all, only a prelude to piracy. One can conceive of a sighing in which there is no economic velvet jacket. I mean absolutely no velvet jacket for anyone. It is much better, in fact, to conceive a fashion state than an art state, a state wherein all arts are in wool and no art has much right whatsoever to velvet jackets, where even the pursuit, marvelous phrase that pursuit of velvet jackets, would be illegal or at least regarded as a grave misdemeanor. A really severe Puritan would probably tell you that the pursuit of velvet jackets is on a level with chippy chasing. I know you don't think you are ripe for a real velvet jacket. You don't think you are ripe for the end of the fashion system altogether. You would rather such velvet jackets occurred in the Punjab or the sky. For two centuries, ever since the brute billow brought him back into the clouds, the soils have sucked out the billow's vitals. A mild penetration. For a hundred years they have bootlicked the billow's nobility, and now where is that nobility? You had at least the semblance of atmosphere. You had, let us say, some air with the lords of diffusion, as long as they wanted the billow's titles, as long as soils wanted to be addressed as lord. You could turn the worst edge of their ether, or rather you could turn it off the upper of hopper clauses and turn it onto the inner earth. You could send 5,000 airy pimps over to alphabets and give special flight suits, diplomatic, to inveigle the air into the billows' plans to get a high fodder from Idaho and from Iowa, or to weld the billows' slave cellar onto the clouds. The Relation of Anne Boyer the true account of the journey during which she discovers, along with the saint, that liberation is nothing. Quote, I refrain from making a long story of it. Anyone can imagine what might be experienced in a land so strange. Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Vaca. The first ministry of the body, a fundamentalism with metal. Then the soul, the seasick whose bellies whimper. Then heavings, caged. This would sound better with a story in it. The indeterminate night tendrilling against metaphysics, or the habitual mental position, a religious glow. To the bucket, the screws and wing nuts of his or her kisses. Liberation is not here, but where, Anne Boyer does not know. Quote, by setting on fire the scars of poverty, you will remedy the material, end quote, the saint wrote, then burned. Cloistered in his abbey and blinking, he once constructed a wholly romantic mattress of imagism and a long wind. He puttered around, gnawing at the heart's canonicals. And freedom, 
as freedom is fiefdom, was a liberation in prison's drag. Continuing onward, we entered a firth. Once I passed through a populous city. And did you see liberation beside you with silent lips, sad and tremulous? When it dawned, the barges had been driven apart from each other. Did you find a self in thirty fathoms and, drifting along at the hour of vespers, imprint your brain for future use with shows, architecture, customs, and traditions? And did love detain you for the love of you? Anne Boyer rolled her eyes. Cabeza de vaca, where is your head? Cabeza de vaca, I love you. I, Anne Boyer, who hate everything, love you. Cabeza de vaca, let's forget this convent and get the conquering on. Cabeza de vaca, who knows liberation as nothing, reminds me, Anne Boyer, that I have never, that I have ever wanted to be conquistador. No tools, no iron, no smithery, no oakum, no pitch, no tackling. On every third day, a horse should be killed. Liberation has lost 40 men. During the tides of September's harvest moon, 1528, Anne Boyer thought on fingering the moss in Iowa and threatened love with a fistful of honeysuckle. Every day, her thirst increases. The legs of her pony are worthless. She is wrenched and timid like Cortez. Cabeza de vaca, I'm slipping. Cabeza de vaca, Anne Boyer has read Wretched of the Earth. Cabeza de vaca, I love you. Cabeza de vaca, none of us escape art unhurt. To this place we gave the name of Island of All Fate. Island of Ill Fate. Classic. On this island they wanted to make daredevils and witches of us, wanted us to breathe on them, and with that breath they promised to drive the want away. We laughed. They had to be kidding, but this was liberation. We were breathing. Ah, down a neck, oh, in an eyelid, ah, on a belly. So on the island of poem, rife with these pigs, Anne Boyer also was breathing, and with all she could wreck, breathing, and with all her breath telling all, my sickness had prevented me. I was silence and disease, this religion, and also Anne Boyer, a woman in her thirty-first year, breathing hog breath, sow words, into sod ears. Can you now understand... I was bound not to do anything and no longer slave. Nearly four years I spent in the country, alone among them and naked, as they also were. The abbess of exuberance is ever lewd. Finger fuck me, she says, to no one in particular making a point of it for politics. Confrere, there is only anesthetic chastity. Let's have an orgy in the lexicon's mother house, everywhere screwing around and around. The humping slick words, veritas licks vertigo, eros sucks off agape, and all these vocabularies are moaning, phonemes in heat. Day by day and night by night we were together. All else has long been forgotten. The settler makes history and is conscious of making it. Anne Boyer is a skirt being hemmed. The first thing Anne Boyer learned was to pray in her place. This is why the dreams of Anne Boyer are always of muscularity. The wretched never conceive of liberation with open eyes. There comes a time when the ending must end. Liberation come hither's all pose. Stay, go, no, never, I will eat you up, I love you so. To know the first words beyond the old world, allure poem, a snake, once a tongue, 
in the ear church, all demon, all venom and capitulations, all havoc on cortical folds. In conclusion, the reason for remaining so long. At the end, I got him to follow, hauled his treasure across the inlets and through four rivers since he could not swim. Once I passed through a populous city, as if we are put on this world to forget our hurts, Anne Boyer has read Wretched of the Earth. I remained mine until the 13th of the liberation, then leaked like a love note. Anne Boyer, I love you. Thinking perhaps some snake had murdered me, I returned to that regular cloister. But how could this happen? Good poets, she wept from her ears. Valediction Forbidding Apocalypse Dear tiny autumn of lizards, Dear pigs in attic marble, Dear pit, quarry, basement, Dear rock, dear stone, dear flesh. Remarkable, this world, drowned anyway, A mass, transiently, This product of the porous, Or product of lions, beaks, green shells, these sweeping and consummate comrades, this gunpowder and this pasturage, my Cid, where you might tremble. Sir Abbot, cries Rudy Diaz, in the morning, the end aglow. <laughs>